Welcome to Conversations with Kit. I'm Kit, a Danish girl living in California Bay Area, and I'm obsessively fascinated by relationships and dynamics between people. Why we do what we do and our impact on other people is what this podcast is all about. I'm a relationship coach, mediator, a mentor, and a knower of people. If you want to better, up-level, or simply understand any of your relationships better, including the relationship you have with yourself, you've come to the right place. Hey, beautiful people, and a uh, very Merry Christmas from me to you. Um... I'm recording this a couple of days after the season finale on The Bachelorette and I have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot um, that I want to share with you guys. So, and again, I'm so early on in this podcast so I don't have anything to add other than um, I'm still very excited to be doing this and I still need to find a rhythm to when to record because I can guarantee you I if I were to watch every reality show on this planet and every single episode no yeah every single episode I could I could record like multiple times a day so um yeah well that's for me to figure out right the season finale for the people who have not watched the season finale um there are three men left and she obviously it's getting close they're going to meet her family now the three boys are meeting uh Tasha's family and then after that she will have to choose one of them And again, I have not seen previous episodes and this one might have been a little different than the regular process, so I don't know if like how the elimination really yeah, I, yeah, there is a rose ceremony and I guess there will be three people at the rose ceremony and she only has one rose and that's the person that she will choose. And then after that, then it's up to him i think whether he wants to propose to her or not um but one thing i do want to say before is my little disclaimer and that is that this is my personal interpretation and opinion i do not know any of these people personally i am aware that tv shows promote the drama and that situations that are presented to us as viewers might have happened differently and this is my personal take on how we can take the drama out and soften conflicts i call it de-drama de-dramatize i just don't know if it's a real word so i don't want to keep on using it maybe i should look it up maybe i should ask someone if de-dramatizes is an actual word that i can use um soften conflicts and fights without pointing fingers um and by taking responsibility for our own feelings and behaviors it sounded a little wrong i have nothing but love and compassion for these people who put themselves out there for the world to judge because i know everyone is doing their very best in that moment in time so i don't know anyone it's my personal opinion 
And it's only what gets presented to me. And another thing that I have, well, that's kind of on a side note, but again, it's my podcast. I can say whatever I want, right? Um, I have noticed how, I don't want to say good, but how much the drama is put to the foreground whenever there is tears whenever there are heated moments you know when they caught to commercials and they say coming up then for example with the season finale we've seen coming up for the past for the previous maybe two or three episodes where you see Tasha in an in the um, engagement setting or where she is you know out by herself in a beautiful dress and she's waiting for the guy that we have yet to see like who she chose and she's crying and we're like, oh, no, is he standing her up? Oh, what are the, you know, and then it ends up being happy tears. But because of the music or because they probably went from and I don't know, I don't recall it right now. Maybe they went from like somewhat dramatic, intense conversation that she also had with her dad where her dad says, Tasha, I just want to make sure that you don't make the most the, the, the biggest mistake of your life. And then cut to seeing her crying in that, you know in that scene it kind of creates the like oh no you know something bad's gonna happen and then as i said it's just happy tears maybe it's just me it's just so obvious and obviously i know that people want to keep watching but i just i find it so i don't want to say sad because that's a little strong word to use it's not it's not that it's sad sad but it's just not good that we present it for or when they talked about when sack he was uh he has cheat he cheated and they made it up to this big thing and then it you know it turns out that he cheated on his uh girlfriend in sixth grade and you know so they all laughed a little bit about it but it became in that episode it was like oh my god and then they cut to her saying every time i talk to him i find out something you know new so we're like oh no is this going to be them breaking up or is this going to be causing him to get sent home and then it was taken totally out of context so again i'm aware that the tv that the crew behind promotes drama when literally there is no drama it's just what I, what I was trying to say before, I just find it not that great that that is what the TV people kind of have to stress or put it to the foreground, promote, to kind of hoping that that'll keep us watching the next, like watching through the commercials. Because I follow along because I want to, you know, see the unfolding on these things, whether, you know, I prefer the, obviously, I, I don't say I like the drama, but obviously with drama comes the things that I find most interesting, and that is the dynamics between people. That is how people interact with one another when they are pushed outside of their comfort zone and when they are you know, when they kind of show their true colors because they're push, pushed outside of their comfort zone, then they start acting from like a from like a subconscious place. And that's when it gets obviously heated and sometimes cringeworthy. But also, 
That's when you get to know people, kind of, I would say. It's it's very black and white, what I just said there. But that's why I use these episodes to talk about what... Because it was if it was just Tasha and she would play along and then she would say, oh, he likes soccer and I like basketball, so... Off he goes and he would be like, yeah, sure, we don't really like the same thing. So I'm out. Bye. You know, that that wouldn't really no one would get outside of their comfort zone. No one would get pushed to their limits. No one would have to open up and be vulnerable and 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 bear what they find the hardest or bear their soul or whatnot. So, yeah. Reality show, I like that people are real. And people can only get really real sometimes when you push them to a point where they're not comfortable because that's when the subconscious kind of kicks in and then they have no choice but act out from like their, from the instinctual places or what whatever because they can't present this persona no longer because... They are outside of the comfort zone. Okay, enough about that and back into the episode. The episode is about the season finale and about the concept of engagement and marriage. Because obviously she talked a lot about it. It um, weighed heavy on Tasha in the in this season finale. Um, and it also weighed heavy on some of the some of the men um and yeah Brendan ended up dropping out because he was not there he did not dare to take that leap of faith because what if he what if he were to disappoint himself his family another woman whatnot so my husband rooted for Brandon and he thought that they had like the best connection ever, which I, um, which I kind of, which, which turned out to be true because when Tasha talked about the whole situation, while we as viewers get presented this, him taking himself out of the of the process and how she felt about him and their whole date and how he felt a little uncomfortable I think that was obvious to all of us how he was kind of sweating looking at um engagement rings it weighed so heavy on him so he had to like call it quits and not follow his heart basically but yet again he also followed his heart by quitting and that's the thing with with these things that are so we live in a in 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 our world is made out of duality right we cannot understand darkness if we have not experienced light we cannot comprehend um happiness if we have not known unhappiness or sadness or heartbreak we kind of need the opposite to be able to realize how happy we are or how sad we are so for Brendan to follow his heart all along and give himself to Tasha and open up and 
talk about what he wants with his life and how he can imagine that future with her. And then when it really counts, call it quits. Obviously, I'm sure a lot of people, um, including myself at the moment, um, were kind of bummed because we were like, no, Brandon, just go for it. And also him, he was, they do three one-on-one dates um, before the rose ceremony. So the bachelorette will have, on these one-on-one dates, they will have a day by themselves and then they will meet her family at the end of the day. So after those three dates, then she has to decide who she wants to give this rose to. And Brendan um, was the third person. And obviously, because it's a TV show, he has to sit and have somewhat kind of conversations with the other two people who have uh, now had great dates with Tasha, who have now had great moments with her family, who also spend the night with her. And... Some would probably say, oh, yeah, but then it kind of, you know, made him not feel comfortable because it's such a weird, awkward situation for anyone to kind of compete with love. We also touched a little bit or I touched a little bit on that last week. It's such an awkward setting. And also like in the first episode, and I will get back to this multiple times and any day over and over again, like you can't compete with love. The the pieces kind of have to, the pieces will fall where they will fall. And I never believe that you can go back. So just because Brendan called it quits does not mean that he lost out on love, that he lost out on Tasha or she was the one that got away because he prioritized otherwise. So there will be another woman that is just as suited for him. Maybe even better because he really looked inside and you can again you can play the devil's advocate and say yeah but didn't he protect himself a little bit too much Mm, it is what it is nothing ever gets taken away from us because if we just get to that vibrational happy place if brendan just realized i did that it might have been out of fear i will never do that again and that was um but that was the thing that he could do he did his very best in that moment and that is quote unquote good enough because that's the part of that's that was his journey so we we can't argue with that so it wasn't wrong it could look wrong and we can debate it a little bit while it's happening but now it's done so now it's right again the it's not really a duality but it's just so not linear that it takes that it can be hard to comprehend and to wrap your head around and to start thinking like that and start acting like that and start not feeling regret and not feeling like losing out. Um, So with the whole engagement and marriage and whatnot, The only thing that I believe is certain is that everything is uncertain. I don't think you can promise to be in love forever because who who can do that? Like no one can do that. And Zach and Tasha talks a little bit about it. I think they mentioned it briefly. Life happens and who knows what's going to happen. But you can't promise to always do your best. 
always do your best. And I believe that love can be recognized at all times if you if you choose to. I believe that um I believe that two people that choose each other can continue to choose each other, but they have to do it actively. And that's the and because Brandon comes from a a place where he could do that because what I believe happens when two people grow apart or end up getting a divorce is that they make choice that are individually correct for them but they don't align with each other and I never believe that you have to compromise to be in a relationship I believe that compromise is is has like somewhat negative association and I believe that expand is um is a better term to use because that's my belief. And obviously it can look like compromise, but if you and then that if you compromise too much, then you start losing yourself and then you are not the person that you are supposed to be with your spouse and then that is when it starts to get rocky. And that's another conversation. Um but the thing is you can't promise that the love will always be there automatically but you can promise that you will work on it and do your best and that is the and they obviously Tasha and Brendan had um longer conversations that us as viewers were um were you know shown and as I said before because Brendan chose to leave I I agree it was right for him then um and Tasha you know went with another man so so that's all fine but in the moment you know want to be like oh but you can promise that you want to be there for each other both of you have experienced what it feels like to have the thing fall apart that you promised would last forever but both of you also know because I'm married myself I I can't promise to be in love forever but I can promise to work on myself and our love every day and that is that is that's the promise that I have made and I think and I I think people don't really know because I had no I had no concept of the idea of working on love before I got married I thought that it was or before I entered because this is like my my first long-term relationship um I was single forever and ever um part of the reason why I left Denmark and came here um, not to find love, but just because Denmark wasn't giving me what I needed. <laughs> like there was something missing. So I was conquer. I was going to go conquer the world and find, you know, happiness. And I was happy by myself, but then, you know, life happens. Um, but before that, I didn't, un- I, I didn't understand what it means to work on love but I do now because it doesn't come automatically. It's, and it's not work, work. Like you're like, oh, dreading the work. No, it's, it's staying true to who you are. It's making sure that you are doing things that light me up so that, you know, that my partner can 
mirror that and see that and feed off of that and get inspired by that and get uplifted off that. And obviously you also do things for each other, but and and work on myself. Every time I'm annoyed, every time I'm angry, I'm always thinking, what did I do? What 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 caused this? Why am I annoyed? Yeah, because he did that and this and that. But where did that come from? Why did he do that? How am I feeling? How could I be better so he might, you know, reflect something different back to me? That That's the work that you can promise to do each and every day. And it might fall apart anyway. I'm not saying that because the, what is it called? The truth of the matter is that you can get a divorce and that is okay too. Just don't see it as a failure. See it as the last call, obviously, but not as a, I did it again. It's so heartbreaking to see because it was, it was, it was put so much on the line because Brendan was sitting there and, and contemplating how he, you know, what if he couldn't be there for her or what if he couldn't do that and, and, and you know, all this rooting in our living rooms and be like, yes, you can, you can just promise to be there. Also because both Tasha and Brendan now knows what it's like to have it fall apart. So they would know how to do better or how to do different. And that is the, you know, the, the, the first step to get to another place that you don't want to get to. It's to do something different that you didn't do before. Um, but Brendan was out and that was okay. Um, and being okay with that and to come back to how I view marriage or what this whole episode is about, but also like me being married, I also know that whatever happens, it'll be fine and it'll be okay. Because I have to trust that and I have to believe in that because if I don't, then what? It's totally out of my control. Life could happen. People could do crazy things. And, 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 and what would that do to me if I didn't trust and had faith in life and that I can navigate it and that I'll be okay in the end, that I'll just have to deal with the hand that I got dealt? Um... And I think that's the key to a lot of um to a lot of inner peace is to know that you'll be okay. And then be aware and make the distinct make the distinction. Make the be aware that there is a way that um your surroundings, the society, maybe your family, your friends Everybody around you, the world, looks at you and how it they want it to be, how it's supposed to be. And then that a lot of those factors are not true to you and are not, and you can't live up to those because no one can. It's the, I would say, paradox in all of this, right? We want to live the best life possible. We want to have the 
the the the amazing marriage and we want to have um the 2.5 kids and or three i don't know what it is in the united states but that's kind of a thing we say in denmark maybe it's 1.5 in denmark i don't know it's a it's a 0.5 child to be the the happy family then get a house then be successful and then get kids and oh you also got married first and what comes first what comes last and then you live happily ever after and you have a vacation home somewhere or you whatever is is good from the area where you come from whatever is right from where you come from the background you come from but none of us are living that we see it on we see it from the outside and then we have grandparents who've been together for 60 years and we ask what is what is your secret and for some of them come back to uh human design maybe they had a there is a profile in human design where you basically don't have any karmic um karmic um projects or you don't have lessons to learn in this incarnation in this lifetime which means it's not like you're living problem free but you don't have any big big things you need to overcome or big things you need to expand on or incorporate or encounter or what not they might be those type of people or or maybe they just don't know how to maybe they were just one of those people who who were okay with being there they didn't need a lot of other input from the outside maybe they were happy just being t- maybe they had such horrible family circumstances or horrible circumstances in the city in in the city where they lived so they become each other's anchor and they had enough of that like not enough it, they had um what's it called they were each other's best friends and partners in life and that was to survive they had to be there for one another and that's how they chose to see it they didn't they didn't to 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 stay okay or to stay sane they had to like pull it together and pull through and i'm sure they had fights and all kinds of things but that's also just what they choose to the grandparents again what they choose to tell you and some grandparents that have been together forever and ever might tell you you know that it takes hard work and it takes sacrifice and it takes and it might that's their interpretation it's it's all about it's what i'm saying is just all these people that we get presented with on reality tv right a lot of them have been married then they've been divorced then they have um family tragedies then they had some drama going on in their life then they have done some terrible things that they're ashamed of and then their family have done terrible things none of us live that dream that we all think that we have to um in that we have to be and it's just a kind of it's just ironic that we're all striving to be something that we don't know anyone who who is living and if you know someone who's living it i would love to know but i can assure you if you dig deeper there will be moments in their lifetimes where they have had something dramatic or incredibly impactful happen to them 
that taught them something that expanded them and then made them into the person that they are now. So they, like me, when I meet people, they find me incredibly positive. Like I can literally turn any situation not on its head because I'm not turning the, 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 the situation. I'm just viewing it from a different angle, from a different perspective. Some people might they some people find it annoyingly positive and that's just how I have chosen to live my life. I choose to believe that no matter what is brought my way, I will handle it. I might cry, I might feel sad, I might feel hurt, I might feel lonely, I might feel all types of things, but in the end I'll be fine. So that's also how I view Brendan opting out. He'll be fine. And obviously he'll be fine. He's a, you know, talented, great man. I mean, obviously. So he'll be fine. But nothing wrong happened is what I'm really saying. Everything is exactly how it's supposed to be, right? <sighs> then Ben came back. Um, I don't want to say a lot about Ben. There is, you know, not much to say. It is... Again, it is what it is. Um, he came back. He finally realized that he needed to tell Tasha how he felt. And I'm just so happy for him that he have reached that point. Because again, as I talked about last week, I'm not sure that he would have reached that point if he had not been put in that situation. That is very unnatural. That is... Um, with a, with a camera, I don't know if there are any people behind the cameras when they're doing their one-on-one dates. It's actually something that I'm thinking about now. There might not be other people present um, when they film these things. They could have set up camera and lights and all that. And then it's just Tasha and Ben to make it somewhat okay. But they're still aware that, you know, in whatever certain amount of time, this will be broadcasted to like millions of people. So... I'm sure it's not all natural, even though there are not um, TV crew present at, you know, at the time when Ben says that, you know, when, when, when they have their one-on-one dates. Ben finally opened up, which was, which was great. Um, and for, for those of you who have um, followed along on The Bachelor, Rhett, um, I want to speak a little bit about what's, what's, what's the name? I think his name was Brayden. People were not happy that Brayden used the same words to describe Claire and Tasha. They find it very odd. They thought he did it for the fame. He thought that he did it for da 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 da. He could have been there for many reasons. He got eliminated. He he wasn't someone that I, you know, that I paid much attention to because Tasha, um, he wasn't like in the, in the final round of guys. Um, he, so what I'm saying, oh, what, sorry, I got a little off sidetracked there. Ben says over and over and over again, I'm in love with Tasha. I love her. I'm in love with Tasha. And it was like once he started saying it, he couldn't stop saying it. When he sat on her couch, he just kept on repeating it because it felt it probably was so it felt so true to him and it was so it was such a big relief for him. 
and to be able to say it, which unfortunate was a little too late for Tasha, but nonetheless, it was it was incredible to watch him have such a have such a eye opening, or maybe I should say heart opening moment for himself, because there's no shame in telling the world who you love, even if even if you ended up not being the chosen one. There is no shame in loving a person. No shame whatsoever. And I'm sure she, in some sense, loved him too. That's also the distinction that I make. There is in love and then there is love. I'm sure she had a ton of love for Ben. Um, and probably she still does. She's not just not in love with him to the point where she would choose him. So no shame in telling people if they love them. It's basically just a, I approve of you. I acknowledge you. I see you. I adore you. I can't get enough of you. You fascinate me. You light my world up. Like what's not, I mean, I know it's a, it's a feeling that, and I, you know, I'm totally with him on that. It, it feels terrible to be rejected, but seeing it from the outside, it's, I thought it was brave and I'm very, very, very happy for him that he reached that moment. But to make the comparison between him and um, Brayden, was that his name? He called Tasha a smoke show was his new word. Because he took what the guys said to heart. Oh, then I have to come up with a new word for Tasha to kind of distinguish between the two. Maybe Brayden wasn't good with words. We can all agree on when they did the dates, Zachary was very Zach is very good with words also he's been through hell with his I'm not saying Ben Hassan with his suicide and whatnot but I'm sure Zach has talked a lot more about it also now being an addiction addiction specialist and Ben has not so for Ben I feel I, I think it's much more of a, a thought still and an emotion that he doesn't know how to express, obviously, because he doesn't really know how to cry, as we talked about in the last episode. But Zach does know how to talk. And Brayden, maybe he wasn't a good talker either. And, and, and that's all there were to it. He can see three beautiful women, call them all three beautiful, but have very different feelings towards them, if that makes sense. So I'm just, I feel like, yeah, a lot of people judge very easily without taking into consideration that how different we all are, how some person can be very good with words and another person can be very good with, um, with another thing, you know, with their body language or with their, the way that they look at another person. Tasha also kept on reminding, um, not reminding, but, um, repeating to us how intentional Zach was. And that's like an energetic thing. We can't see or feel, or I couldn't, um, I can take her word for it, how intentional he is. I can see that he is very good with words and I can see he's very good at expressing himself and he's very good at communicating with other people. But I don't know if he's very intentional because I'm not in the room with him. So I felt a little with Ben it was a little, I felt like it was a revelation to him. Like he finally realized what it feels like when something feels so good and how he wanted to feel and how he's never, but he kind of, he said the same thing over and over, 
how Tasha makes him feel. And when you put that up against Zachary, again, Ben have probably been, there has been much more set than we get presented with, but it was much about how Tasha made him feel. So it came across a little one-sided and how he all of a sudden realized it was this huge wall that kind of broke down for him um, to finally realize how good it could feel. But basically what I believe happens in love is that you look to another person that mirror yourself back. So what Ben is experiencing in a moment with Tasha is his own awesomeness. And that's also very true, like what he says, how she makes me feel. But she's not making him feel anything that wasn't already there. If that makes sense. Like you can't, you can't make someone feel something that, that they don't have access to. They can help you on the way. But they can't put feelings into you if they're not already there. They can only push a button, if that makes sense. So it's, so it was, I could see in the end why she didn't choose Bren. No, sorry, Ben, but she chose Zach. I feel like, and that's besides the point. This has nothing to do with marriage or anything. I just see how she might be able to grow with Zach because he's, he, there's been so much that he has also, like, it's just, it's, 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 it's interesting to hear how she's like, oh, I just don't want someone to run away. And he's fought himself out of an addiction. Like, he knows how it feels like. Because you can't run from yourself. You can run from another person, right? But you can't run from yourself. He faced himself, which he also said when um, he talked to her dad. Like, he's like, I, I know exactly what you mean. And I'm up for the challenge. I'm actually excited to... Because I know we will hit rough patches. And they will. And tough times. And... Th- th- any any relationship will any relationship will so pre- prepare yourself because it's going to happen no matter what and you want it to happen because you want to grow together and you want to be bigger and better and and yeah life happens and embrace whatever comes your way so and again ben he opened up a little too late who knows what would happen if he had told her that night, I'm in love with you. Um, again, then that would have been different and that could have changed the course of everything else. But I don't believe that anything is wrong or anything is right. Yeah, I believe everything is right. That was wrong of me. I don't believe, every, I don't believe anything is wrong. I basically believe that everything is right. Because it is what it is. And we can't do anything about it. We can just... Make sure that our perception serves us best. And if we can't change the perception, like with Ben, like, I, I just hope that he is proud of himself for, for doing that on national TV. And I hope that there are so many other big, strong men out there who takes to heart. I don't know how many of them watch his bachelorette, but I would hope that they did because they hopefully would feel inspired and be like, if this strong, kind man 
have been through this and haven't been able to tell anyone because he was so intimidated to do so and now he did it on freaking national tv then maybe i'm not alone maybe i can do that too or you know something down those lines so everything's right and we're all exactly where we're supposed to be and we're if if we're doing the best that we can um and we are doing the best that we can because we also have a subconscious who controls a lot a lot a lot of what we do and what we say and how we think and how we behave um so unless we change that nothing's really going to change i think i want to end it here just because she chose sack i just stalked him on instagram right before i started recording this episode i know we're only i don't even know when they aired that because i don't i still don't know how many months they're in quarantine but i guess they must have been together for a good six months now maybe a little shorter but um yeah they have you know celebrated christmas together and they look happy and i'm always rooting for love always 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 rooting for love and i hope that they're happy and and i know if anyone (laughs) i actually believe that if anyone were to run and that's again totally on me it would be Tasha, because he has it's just there's something in his energy and you just you can just tell that he he's not he's not scared of of the heart stuff not that she's scared of the hot stuff but hard not hot hard stuff but yeah i root for them um So you can't promise to be in love forever, but you can promise to always do your best. I hope you have a wonderful night. And we're gonna... And obviously there was other reality shows, other... This was a little... This episode wasn't as... um, Wasn't as one-pointed as I might have hoped that it would have been. But again... As I said to begin with, this is a journey for me too. Um, I need to find a system. I need to find my routine. I need to find my way to do things. And I also believe that my own little podcast has its own little life. And I can only do what I am called to do. So tonight it was be on my closet floor and recording this to make the sound best as possible. And I hope you have a wonderful day or night, wherever you are. And I will look forward to talk to you again. And remember, you can always reach out to me on Instagram if you feel like it. Um, I'm up for all types of questions regarding these um these situations that can be and what I've said right now if I were to record another episode there will probably be other angles that I could take you just you can't cover it all so till next time beautiful people Merry Christmas
I really appreciate you for listening to this episode. I invite you to share this with anyone who might find this helpful or interesting. I would also love to connect with you if you have questions, suggestions for topics, want to book a session with me to get my eyes on your situation, or simply say hi. You can find me on Instagram at kidlopez underscore or send me an email kit at kidlopez.com. Take good care of yourself and remember, you are exactly where you're supposed to be.